I mean, seriously, Dave. The car park at work is like the NASCAR. People just go ripping through it too fast, hey? Is it the car park or just the road into the car park? No, it's like the dead set car park. You're right. It's um, particularly noticeable because our workplace is so focused on safety. So when you see some dude burning through the car park, you it's like extra weird. Is it visitors or actual like staff? I'm not naming names, but yeah, it ain't visitors. Repeat is it, offenders. Is it you? No. It surprises me. Nah, man. I... <laughs> I, I'll drive quick, but I... No shit. <laughs> uh, but I like to think that I'm safety conscious at the same time. So yeah, I, I don't know if it's worth trying to stop them and have a word about it or if they'd get funny about it or, or what. But yeah. It's... Is it somebody in your office? like? Well, we've got a pretty big building, so it's a fair few people in there. So are you, you, are you telling me that you're wanting to pull them over and tell them, pull, pull your rein it in a bit? Honestly, man, I reckon they're a good chance of hurting somebody. Um, it's like, it's that bad. Yeah, right. Well, maybe you should then. Mm. Or don't get too involved and just report them to someone. <laughs> just do that anonymous tip off? Yeah. Like, is it is it really your place to say something to them? Are you their boss? No, but it's... Then... Again, the, the culture of safety there encourages people to take responsibility for it, right? Like, it's you don't just look at it and say that's someone else's problem. Well, you're not saying it's someone else's problem if you're dropping a minute with their boss. I can't tell if it's pure concern or if there's like a little bit of Contempt. street justice in there. I don't know. I think it's when you take, when you make a deliberate choice to follow a rule because you think it's sensible and, and for safety in this case, and you see other people just flouting it. It's like, I think there's a double double whammy effect to it. Okay, here's a, here's a possibility for you. What about an anonymous note on the windscreen? Oh, yeah. Well, the, half the time they're speeding through the car park because they've pulled in and realised there's actually no empty spaces there. Which is actually another point of contention in that car park. The main car park next to this building. Half of it's supposed to be designated for visitors. Yeah. So there's signs up. There's things pa- painted on each each car space, you know, visitor spot. Yeah. You reckon anyone takes any notice Not of that? Not a fucking chance. Yeah. We used to have a policy at work where the um, you like we weren't allowed to park in the car park at all. Oh, the staff had to park else elsewhere. Yeah, so that yeah, that's that's actually pretty common. Makes sense to me. Like, so the customers get the good spots because they're the ones paying. Yeah. So again, another example where I make I make an ethical choice to respect the visitor spots, but then it's like everyone else is parking there, like. Am I, yeah, but you don't need to stoop to their level, though. Am I, am I the chump? No, you just don't need to stoop to their level. Mm. Get get the uh, get the enforcers onto it, eh? Hey? Yeah, just dob them in. Just dob everyone. Dob them in, because at the end of the day, it's not... Like, if it was somebody that directly worked with you, then, yeah, say something to them. Potentially. But if they don't directly work with you, just, just speak to their boss and go, look, I've noticed this a few times. This is who it is. Can you have a word with them? Otherwise, I'm going to go up the food chain a bit further. Yeah, that's part of what makes it funny as well because my my direct manager doesn't even work. She works in the Sydney office. So it's not even on her radar at all. So Well, you could put it on her radar. <laughs> I'll have to think on it because if you think about it from the perspective of someone who is actually visiting that building and like they end up having to park and whoop whoop, yep. it's a pretty, pretty shitty experience. Yeah. 
Well, you could just, or you could just do a like a blanket email to everybody in the office. Oh God! And just go. I'm not sure who it is, but the visitors' car parking is for visitors. Number one and number two. Somebody's driving around the car park like a fucking idiot. It needs to stop, or yeah. I'll be taking number plates. So that's that's the sort of message that needs to come from, like you said, someone up the food chain. Well, that's what I'm saying. Just dob them in then. That's the only, the only course of action as far as I'm concerned. Knock that shit out. Yep. <laughs> what, are the, what, are the, what are the rules that you, you flout, Dave? I don't flout rules, mate. It's not... Some, some rules don't make sense, right? Or you, a bit of... I don't know if you call it civil disobedience, but sometimes some rules and regulations are taking the piss. Um... I don't know, man. I, some, I, don't, I might not stop. <laughs> Allegedly might not stop at stop signs sometimes and just drive straight through. Yeah, so that's one that actually bothers me too. Like, I, <laughs> I wouldn't just blast out if I couldn't see where I was going or if there's cars coming or whatever. Yeah, I think the technical terms are rolling stop where you kind of slow down but don't yep. actually come to a full stop. Yep. Um, what are the rules do I... So if there's like a, a long a long velvet snake for like a queue, but there's not actually anyone in the queue, you duck under the rope, right? Mm. What, you walk all the way around the snake? I have done. Jesus. It just depends on the situation. I tried doing that in uh, customs one time. What, ducking under? And they made you walk around the snake? This dickhead security guy was like, no, you got it. Not only do you have to go through the snake, you got to go back to the start and go through the snake. Like that shit was kindergarten. Did you tell them to fuck off? Dude, you're not going to tell someone in, in, in customs to fuck off. That's how you end up in a box getting interrogated. Uh, I actually... you got to pick your battles, Dave. Well, <laughs> so the last couple of times I've flown... In fact, I don't even think... Like, I, I would say... The last times I've flown in memory, all the last times I've flown in memory, I've been pulled up for a fucking bomb wipe down. Oh, everyone gets this. No, 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 no. I'm not talking everyone. Like they they pick people out at random, hmm. but I always every single time I go through the airport, every single time get bomb wiped. I get bomb wiped all the time. Yeah, so at least I, I've got the jihadi beard to go with it. Well, I <laughs> I called them out the last time. Why? I said, mate, this is reverse fucking racism. That's ridiculous. I said, what? Am I fucking? Am I? Am I on your? Uh, someone like me on your radar Dude, to pull someone out? Why is luck. it? They just pick someone. Oh yeah. So let's let, let's just. Oh god. And this is why I was angry, right? I'm in a fucking sling. I've got two bags. My wife's got a fucking a, a baby in a one of those things. Papoose. Yeah, and she's got bags, and he decides to pull me up with a fucking sling on, and he's like, right, need you to open all your bags and everything up, and I'm like, are you fucking for real, mate? Why pick me? Out of everyone in this fucking line, you have to pick me because I'm in a fucking sling and my arm's fucked up. You I'm like, you're fucking joking, aren't you? You should have made him help. So just give us a hand, mate. Well, they were like, oh, no, we're not allowed to open your bag. And I'm like, well, f- <laughs> I'm like, I can't open my fucking bag, mate. The but fuck do you want me to do? This is the thing, man. <clears throat> the terrorists are crafty. They know. Yeah. They, they could just put the sling on and slip by. I know it's first world problems, but I was just like, I, I was just a bit pissed off with it. I was just like, fucking, seriously, mate, there's fucking heaps of people coming through here and you pick me. It's fucking ridiculous. Every time. I think the other podcasts probably confirm that you are a bit of a dodgy character. 
<laughs> anyway, changing the subject. Maybe you're on a watch list. Yeah, pretty fucking probably. Um, maybe, so, maybe, so this pod, the- maybe this podcast is being monitored by the Federales. Oh, fuck them. Maybe you're the next one to have the primpy siege. Maybe. <laughs> but not allowed to tell anybody about it, though. Sorry, I'm interrupting. Uh, read in the news today that doctors are urging people to not wank into banana peels. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you know that was a thing? Um, I- I've seen a lot of shit online, Dave, but I've never heard of that before. Apparently, because of the juiciness or whatever, I guess, of the uh, banana peel, it f- apparently is a four and a half out of five star feels like a blowjob. Just a banana peel. Having the banana peel... Fap away into the fucking... Ah, what? <laughs> yeah. Why? But apparently, like, it obviously can cause some issues. I don't know if bits of banana get stuck up your jap eyes or whatever. It's a bit racist. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I was saying though. Hang on, so the doctors are coming out. There must be some sort of issue. Like, what, what happens? I don't know. I didn't read any further into it. I just... I, I couldn't. I was just like, you know That's what? That's all you needed. Just the idea of someone... With a banana on their knob. So the question the question comes up though, Al. Have you ever masturbated with any food? Uh, no, I doubt it. You, oh, you doubt it or you're just not prepared to admit it? No, that just seems absurd. Fair enough. Well, I haven't either. It's a bit fucking stupid. Well, you, oh, like American Pie style. I don't... You'd have to be an idiot, wouldn't you? How... How... how oh, yeah, that's sad. Yeah. A banana peel is garbage. Yeah, apparently if you microwave the banana peel for a couple of seconds too, it warms it up. This is what was on the... (sighs) No, this is crazy. (laughs) Like, freaking, the fleshlight's been around for 20 years, man. There's no excuse anymore. I've never used anything like that. Man, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's modern solutions to these problems. Like, you don't don't need to be fucking garbage. What do you need a fucking tool to help you wank off for it like well that's true as well like you have two things at the end of your arms that are perfect for whacking one off yeah I, that's yeah. i don't know dude <laughs> oh you've you've thrown me for a loop on this one <laughs> banana peel <laughs> yeah. yeah anyway yeah. when i when i but first now, read now, the headline it was i thought i thought it was going to say something about chucking the banana up your date while you were that a out, that's dangerous. Because be- the headline was something along the lines of banana, it's almost as good as a blowjob. And I thought, what? Look, what, like having a finger up the bum sort of thing? And that's what I thought it was getting at. Like shove a banana up your ass and it gives you a mad fucking... <laughs> and then, and then what? no, no, people are fucking using them to tug one out. So if you see a dude in the supermarket buying one banana... You know what's up. <laughs> He's feeling a bit lonely. I don't want to know. Tinder's not working for him. <laughs> He's timed. <laughs> I mean, do they eat the banana first? Or do they just like peel the banana, throw it out? It's all fucked up. <laughs> People are fucked up in general. Well, well, I guess if you're feeling horny, you're probably not feeling hungry. Is that a thing? What? Just trying to think. It takes your appetite away. Well, I don't know. you sort of preoccupied right it's good to have it probably good to have a banana snack after maybe yeah it might stop you from cramping up make it <laughs> get some potassium into you yeah but so eating it beforehand might be a good idea yeah so i think 
if you're wanking hard enough with a banana peel to require the nutritional properties of banana, <laughs> I think the doctors have got the right idea. It's you probably a bad move. Finish wanking off and you've got like full on claw because your fucking arms just fully seized up in the muscles. Oh, yeah. I'm just worried now though. Because I kind of know how your brain works. Like the next time you have a banana. No, I don't eat bananas. I don't like them. I hate them. There's no way I'm putting my dick in one. I fucking... <laughs> no. You're not curious? No. I've never been curious about putting my dick in a pie either. Yeah, well... If you take all the dumb shit you see in Hollywood movies... No. I don't need to fucking jerk off into a banana. <laughs> Let so, the record state. That's what socks are for. A sock? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, anyway. <laughs> is this is this what this podcast has come to? We're talking about the best ways to whack off. Nah, no. I'm not saying we're not qualified. I just say we don't. I don't think we need to go there. No. Didn't didn't you have something you wanted to bring up this uh, this week? So like like we uh, hinted at last week, there was a, a period in time in the the middle ages of the internet. Where people didn't have smartphones, but they were horny enough to try and use the internet to find other people. Yep. The, the heydays of online dating websites, which I understand are still a thing, Yeah, but obviously the smartphone app probably is reigning supreme. You can, well, you can use those dating apps, like the, the internet sites that we used to use. Yeah. They have apps now for yeah. those exact same. So it was an interesting time where it probably just transitioned from that period where it was kind of perceived as something like desperate losers would use. So it's like in a short run, like a number of people I knew and myself like meeting their long-term partners that way Yep. through the old online dating. It sort of lost that uh, taboo. Sort of taboo to it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But yeah, I, <laughs> last week I, I thought of some of the, the, the misadventures, the, the funnier things that happened, I think, particularly to you, I think you had a longer run than I ever did using that type of thing. Yeah, went through a few, I think. <laughs> Just thought, yeah, were there any uh, choice stories you'd share or... I mean, I, I, know, I know that you want, there's ones you want me to talk about, so why don't you just ask me about them? It's probably best because I don't, I don't remember a lot of them or it's not that I don't remember them, I just can't recall specifically ones that are entertaining enough. Mm. I don't know if we can do that many in a tasteful way. It doesn't have to be. It's our podcast, man. It's been pretty rough. I, I guess the best one, the one that's stuck with me. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Was, um, it, oh God. <laughs> I, I guess there was a moment where you were in this, this relationship I don't know, would you even classify as a relationship? Yeah, kind of. Kind of. Where some of the, the sexual scenarios that were demanded were, were getting quite extreme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I, I can start from the beginning, if you like. Yeah, and I think, so, especially, especially in today's environment of Me Too, this, this story is outrageous. Well, it's not, yeah, but it's not my fault that it's no, outrageous. No, no, no. That's, that's, so yeah. before anybody... <laughs> Like puts a hashtag on it. Yeah, like <laughs> this was something that I was asked of me. It wasn't something I pushed upon someone else. 
But I'll start from the beginning because this is kind of funny too. On my way to meeting this person for the first time, I stopped at the set of traffic lights mm. and there was a bunch of what at the time I thought were skanks walking across the road. And I thought, geez, if this is one of them, I'm out. Right. And it actually turned out to be <laughs> one of them. <laughs> and I just thought, ah, fuck it on me, you know. <laughs> That's the spirit. Because so, I met her at the cinema. Well, there you go. That's that's like pre-ghosting as well then. Yeah. Didn't even thought didn't even <laughs> occur to you. So I met her at the cinema. So I, I was kind of stuck when she walked in. I was just like, oh, fuck, it is one of them. Like, she wasn't unattractive or anything. It was just like, oh, fuck, it's one of, the, it's one of those idiots that were walking across the road. So on first impression, the uh, if you're projecting into the future, the odds of taking her home to meet the parents was low. I did take her home to meet my parents at some point. <laughs> But, well, consider me corrected. <laughs> but my, I don't think my parents were too impressed. Anyway, um, yeah, she had a bit of a a fetish for being. She liked she liked a bit of violence in the bed in the room bedroom. I, I don't even know how. And I, it only started when she was like, oh, "Fuck!" She liked to watch porn whilst we were right intimate, and. Uh, Things escalated from there when she was watching violent porn and I was like, eh, do you like this, do you? And she's like, yeah, you want to do it to me? And I'm like, not really. Oh. And she's like, well, I want you to do it to me. And I was like, oh, okay. Man, I'd be, I'd be getting someone to sign a waiver. Yeah. That's crazy. Because it got pretty rough. Like she wanted me to slap the shit out of her, basically. That's definitely, you wouldn't do that today. You'd have to have the Yeah, money. I'd have to get a contract before Dude. I do it. That's wild. I mean, how much longer did it last after that? Uh, a while. I mean, it was all right. Yeah. It was all right. I mean, it was just like she wanted it. I mean, they do things to us for us that we don't like, that they don't like, so. You reckon? Some... You really think a chick loves a dick <laughs> in the mouth? Probably not. Well, I wouldn't. Yeah. You could be right. Anyway. So that, that's 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 the one you wanted me to get out of my system. Was there any other particular ones? Scarred me for life, that story, Dave. Thank you. I mean, do we bring up your escapades? Oh, I think that's probably only fair. It wasn't necessarily that the online dating led me down that path. No, no. In fact, wasn't wasn't there somebody that wasn't even online dating? Yeah, it was a funny story. It was, it was that period period of time, right? Yeah. Um, Actually, that was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, hilarious. <laughs> so at at the time I was living in an apartment complex in Wollongong, so quite a big building, and um, I can't even remember how. Like, basically, this lady that lived next door, you know, she invited me out for drinks one night. And when we say lady, we mean older lady. Oh yeah, like she had two kids. It was she had much older than you. Was she? She was a good twenty or thirty years older than you, wasn't she? Ah, uh, twenty max. I would have thought. Because the kids were only like... Your age. <laughs> <laughs> had cars. No. Um, they were young, like younger than 10. Were, were they bullshit? Yeah. I'd seen this chick. She looked old as. Uh, I, I thought she was getting pushing 50. I'm pretty sure she had fake boobs. Oh. So I don't know if that puts a, an age frame on it. No. But um, yeah, like got pretty hammered drunk on this. I don't know if it was officially a date, but yeah. And one thing led to another and yeah, probably led to one of my 
more disappointing sexual experiences. The old, um, the old whiskey dick was in play. Just, yeah, not much happening. So didn't, no, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm. Didn't you have to put a towel down too? Uh, no, well, it wasn't that prepared. It was just evident afterwards. That you could have needed. Well, there you go. Pre-menopausal then. Wasn't that old. <coughs> so she was between 40 and 50. Oh, what a horrible story, Dave. <coughs> <laughs> but you know, shit happened, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I think the funniest thing was, so I just passed out at her place, but apparently I'd had my alarm clock set at home in the apartment next door and woke up my flatmate. <laughs> and I don't think I even had keys. So when I went home, I had to like bang on the door and get, got him to open the door. Nice. To, to just sort of, the, the shortest walk of shame ever, but didn't even have my keys to get back into the apartment. Did you tell him where you were? Oh, I'm pretty sure he knew. <coughs> but that was kind of it. After that, it just, it was just way too weird. And what happened the next time you saw her in the hallway? I don't know. What what's your recollection? I don't know, I never saw. Oh no. Uh like I popped around a couple of times afterwards, but yeah. She she was like, nah, you were shit. You were you were shit with your whiskey dick. Maybe. <laughs> that was enough of that. But Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess in a lot of ways she probably counted as like like a little rebound thing. After, you know, breaking up from a long-term relationship, so... Fair enough. Yeah. that was a fair while after the long-term relationship then, wasn't it? But, yeah. Wasn't wasn't desperate enough to fuck a banana peel. But that happened. So I don't know if that's close, but... <laughs> if that's in the same ballpark. That's the crazy thing now, right? Like, that kind of... Well, my impression anyway, that kind of hookup now over Tinder is, like, commonplace. Apparently so. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know if that would ever suit me. No. Too much of a softie. Yeah, I uh, tend to too much of a pain in the ass for me, I reckon. I'm not, I'm not one for just one and run. <laughs> Man, I really hope our wives weren't lying when they said they don't listen to the podcast. <laughs> I've got nothing to be ashamed of. No, I think. My, my wife knows these stories. More or less the same. So... <laughs> I kind of feel like I need a shower now. Is that because it's hot and sweaty in here, or no. it's just gotten hot and sweaty in it? Just, just because of you. <laughs> Most of your story. Oh, just my story. Yeah. Need a cold shower. Need to calm down. Oh, it's got you excited, is it? <laughs> oh man! I tell you what, that movie Fifty Shades of Grey changed. Have you changed, watched that? Changed a lot of bedrooms. Yeah, man. I haven't I've watched seen it. Seen them all, I think. <laughs> you I, never had to. I don't have to do anything. Oh, you know, when your missus wants to put a movie on. I've got two fucking land rooms in my house, mate. I just, <laughs> just peace <"Whoop."> out. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, when we have dinner, it's just split. Bang. She- <laughs> right. I go off to my room and watch my stuff, and she goes off to her room and watches her stuff. Well, I mean... And then we meet back up later on and go to bed. Dur- during the week, like, dinner time's one of the few times we get to spend time together. Yeah. So, yeah, I <laughs> probably don't do that option. Yeah, we fucking gonski. But we spend all day together. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So fair enough. Why waste time watching something you don't want to? Oh, mate, she watched my wife watches some fucking trash, mate. Yeah, just I've seen a bit of it actually. <laughs> that's probably a fair comment, and she'd probably admit it too. I think, like she's self-aware about it. Oh, I don't think she thinks it's trash. 
yeah. my six hundred pound life. <laughs> you know these like these fucking TV shows about these. Um, uh, what are they? Those ones that have like fucking sister wives. That's what it's called. Sister wives. Oh yeah, she loves the sister wives. Fuck's a sister wife. So you know, in America they've got oh, those the Mormons. Mormons that have got yeah. like three wives. I've heard that phrase. So yeah. she's. It's called the TV show's called yeah. Sister Wives. This bloke's got three wives, or four. I don't fucking. It's four actually. Anyway, so that she likes that. She likes this show. It's, how can I say this politically correct? I can't. So I'm just not going to bother about dwar- like midgets and dwarves. Dwarves is fine. Well, some of them aren't dwarfs. Little people. Dead, like, How many times do you have to go over this? I don't care. <laughs> there's whole families of them. No, yeah, and they're just and there's one show she watches, and it's all women, but they're all little, mm. and they just scrag fight all the time. I, I, it's fucking. I don't know what she's getting out of this shit. <laughs> Cheap entertainment, I guess. Yeah, and there's also ones that she likes watching where there's like a family that's got. So there's a there's one she watches and there's a, a normal guy. Like, it was normal. too offensive. <sighs> there's two little people that were married. They've got divorced. Yeah. And now the the little wife is now with a a normal person. Oh, I, see, this is the problem. Like, what am I, I know, supposed to I fucking know. say? I know you're not trying to say it to be slack. I think that much is clear. A human uh, uh, is with an average person. A normie. Yeah, and then. <laughs> The little miniature bloke, the ex ex husband, he's got some other family going on. Yeah, but why is this a TV show? I don't know. But like, I walked in there one day and I'm like, "What the fuck's going on with this shit?" Like, what what's this dude's deal? Like, he's like five foot ten, six foot whatever, and Mm. he's he's with a dwarf. It's true love. I don't know, man. I think you got to be a special kind of fucked up, like. She's one of those dwarfs with like the big melon, like the big forehead. Like she looks dwarfy. Mm. You know what I mean? It's not like she's just little, dude. She's got that dwarf look that she could definitely kick herself in the head. You know the so, wee man styles. <laughs> man, there's all kinds of love in the world. Yeah. I don't think you have to think too hard about it. I just think it's a bit weird. Might yeah. might show how superficially you see the world, but yeah, that's all right. Probably do. <laughs> so, what if what if she makes a really good chocolate cake? Oh, yeah, but that can't be the basis of a relationship just because good chocolate cake. Yeah, but then you have a hundred of those things. Out yeah, of I mean, mile. there's a Ricky Gervais perfect question for this. You have this, you know, you you get with this woman. She's perfect in bed. You have really good conversations with you. She cooks good meals, blah, 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 blah. But every night at eight o'clock, she fucking stabs you in the leg. <laughs> it's a perfect woman, except for the stabbing. Yeah. Do you still put up with it? I think, no. Well, there you go. So it's the same thing. Like, oh, you, she's good at cooking a chocolate cake, but all the other problems going on there. No, but <laughs> I think you're misunderstanding the point. What's the point? It's that... You know, that relationship's comprised of so many things besides the fact that she has dwarfism. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fine. I understand that. But so I still think there's got to be something initially. Sure. You, you know what I mean? You don't just go, I'm, like, I walk into a room and then instantly I've fallen in love with this person. Yeah, well, I'm not denying that there's an element of um, 
you know, attraction that you would feel between... That's the bit that I've got a problem with. Yeah, but that's just your taste. But uh, heaps of different tastes out there. Yeah, it's it's weird. To you it's weird, but to other people it's not. Are, like, you, are you telling me it's not weird that a six foot bloke... Well, what happens if you're Shaquille O'Neal and you're seven foot tall? I mean, that bloke shouldn't be with anybody. He's just going to kill him. So, but I I look at a relationship like that and like compare... But I'm not talking about the relationship. I'm talking about the initial, like... The f- well, maybe there wasn't. Maybe they were friends for 10 years. Imagine if you turned up from a, in a Tinder date and that was what you turned up to. Shaquille O'Neal and then... Well, I mean, they have pictures on their profile, so you'd hope it wouldn't be that much of a deception. Oh, dude, if we're going to go back to my stories, then the amount of times I got stitched. <laughs> it's like a little Those bit... pictures mean shit. <laughs> I met someone once and I'm dead set. I don't even think it was the same fucking person. Yeah. It wasn't even close to them. How do they think they're going to get away with that? Don't know. And then... Oh, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Fuck it. I'm going to tell this story. So I met this chick on RSVP. I'd only just moved back like, into Wollongong. Mm-hmm. And... I thought, you know, let's go. We'll do a trivia night at the North Gong. That's how we'll meet, meet up with her. Smart. You can evaluate it, how intelligent they are. Yeah, and she was... A, <laughs> I mean, she turned up and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, it's a fucking train wreck. Anyway. <laughs> train wreck? I'm putting it out there. Uh, fair enough. She turns up. She's late as fuck. And she's, oh, sorry. I had to get my parents to drive me here. And I'm just like... What? <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah, and I'm just like... And then she's just like full retard when it comes to the questions. Did, did you guys have a full trivia team or were you like a... Just me and her. Just a pair. Yeah, she was full retard. Um, she looked nothing like, like... Come on, there must have been one subject that nah, she had skills at. She had no skills. That's... She, she was nothing like the pictures, which I find... Like, again, I know you're going to say superficial, but... Uh, for something like that, you have to... You know, it's like any form of advertising. You can't... You've got to have some sort of level of attraction there. You can't have false advertising happening. So that pissed me off. But I was the fucking absolute gentleman. I bought her a drink at the end of the night. I was like, I've got my car. Do you want a lift home? Or are you going to call your parents? So I gave her a lift home. And it was way out of my way. Like It was completely in the wrong direction. So I took her home. To her parents' house. And... Funnily enough, I was living with two uni students, but they were mature age uni students. Mm. Actually, no, sorry. One was a uni student. One was a per- perpetual student. Yeah, and the other one was actually a professor Yeah, <laughs> that was over here doing a stint from the US. And I'd got on really well with the professor. Like, don't know why, we just got on really well. Um, and then um, it started raining and she used to cycle to the innovation campus where she was working. Uh, and I just said to her, look, if you ever get stuck and it's raining, whatever, just give me a call. I'll come pick you up. Hang on. Where's this story going? Well, this, I had to put this little caveat in there. So anyway, driving so her home. So you're dropping this yeah, disastrous... raining. And I get a text message from, from Cassie. She's like, it's raining. Would you mind coming and picking me up? And I'm like, no, nah, no problems. I'll yep. Just give me sort of... Just taking care of some business. Yeah, so I get this person back to their house. And she's like... I don't know what if she read more into this than what she thought. She wanted to have a bit of a chat. And I'm like, look, I've got to go. I've got to go and pick someone up. Which probably sounds like a really lame excuse. She saw the text messages come oh, through because okay. I had it in the cradle. And um, 
she's like gone to give me a kiss and I'm just like, nah. <laughs> I didn't do, I didn't go nah. I was just of... like, yeah, look, sorry. No. Not, not, I don't know what I said. I was pretty polite about it. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good time to be upfront about it, how you're feeling. Yeah. So anyway, I left. <laughs> I went and picked Cassie up. We went home. Uh, and then I started getting these filthy fucking text messages from this chick. She was angry. Oh, she was butthurt, big top. Oh, fucking, uh, you pissed off and picked up your housemate and, you know, oh, I was nothing but nice to you and fucking rah, rah, I don't understand why. I'm just like... That's crazy. This, this right here is a, a good enough reason straight away. It's not helping, yeah. <laughs> it's not helping your cause. And I was just like, you know, fuck off. You know, I don't owe you anything. I was like, I didn't have to take you home. Like, I even fucking gave you a lift home. I wasn't horrible to you, I was pleasant to you and I was just like, yep, yeah, you know, it's nice meeting you. It's not going to work out. Thanks. See you later. Yeah, no. I... Yeah, I couldn't. I could have just gone. Yeah, yeah. I'll catch up with you. Boom, and then ghost you. Sure. Like I was. I thought I was doing the right thing, but anyway, whatever. What the fuck do I know? I mean, was that the end of it? She she got the. Oh, she got butt hurt, and I was just like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way, but. But it's not like she then started stalking or anything. No, I mean, I, I did mean, who, my who usual. Knows, who knows where these stories are going to go with you, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> true um, I did start writing out text messages like well it's not oh, like you were completely honest no. but then I deleted them like I just thought you know what I mean like <laughs> you're so up for an argument with anyone no 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 I'm not I just like to write out my feelings and I nine times out of ten will delete if you've gotten a message from me about anything that I'm either discussing with you that's a little bit off topic, there's a fair chance I've sat on that for a considerable amount of time or written it at least 10 times to make sure I'm not trying, I'm trying my hardest not to be offensive. Yeah. There's actually, <laughs> there's software I've heard of you can get for, I think emails where it like puts a one hour delay on actually sending your message. <laughs> so you hit the button to send. Yeah. And it's like there's a built in one hour cooling off period where you can go like, oh no, fuck it. That's not going, that's not going to work. Yeah. I, I, there, there's been, you know, there's one thing I like about Messenger as well. Now you can actually delete something you've written to someone, and because on Messenger you can see if they've read it. Hmm. If you send it and then you realise, no, 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 fuck it, I don't want this. Bang! You can quickly delete it. I've had to do that a couple of times. <laughs> oh man! So oh, yeah, it's probably for the best, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. The only problem with that Messenger one is it still comes up to tell them that they've got a message. But then they can't see it, and they're like, "What the fuck?" You know, just quickly write another benign message. Uh, I have, um, yeah, yeah. There's, there you go. Yeah, you could have that one for free, though. Yeah, well, I have done in some cases. In others, I've just gone. Nah, I'm just. <laughs> I'm leaving it. I don't even want to get involved. Crime. So, yeah. So the, I was, I was um, telling you today. Well, this leads on to my other thing that I was telling you earlier on was, I'm. I feel like I'm maturing with social media a little bit. I'm, mm. I'm becoming a little bit more. Um, less combative yeah and I'm I'm thinking more about where's this going to go if I actually do this is it actually going to be- benefit me in any way shape or form is it going to benefit anybody in, or is it if it is going to be- benefit any anybody is it really up to me to do it yeah like today I was there you go about- man that's just like me and car park justice it's like is now my time or is it not worth making the fuss over but that's different you you're letting somebody else deal with it. Well, obviously not, but... Well, you should. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so the, these books that I've got to buy for you, these textbooks, they're fucking dear as poison. 
And little known fact that a lot of people don't know because they don't like to advertise it, the bookshop at the uni actually price match as long as they've got them in stock. Yeah. Like the place that you're looking at, they'll price match it. So obviously being the tight ass that I am, I've gone scouring <laughs> the internet for these textbooks. Yeah. Um, and at some point, some second-hand ones have popped up, but I then realized that they were missing the codes for the online stuff, which you know may not have been a necessity, but I feel like it was a benefit to have them. It takes some value away from it, for sure. Yeah, and to buy them on their own, it's half the price of the book. So, like, if you so anyway, these second-hand books come up, and one came up for like sixty-five bucks the other day, and I was talking to him about buying it, and then I realized, you know what, I can I can buy the book even though it's one hundred and fifty-five dollars at the uni shop. I can actually buy it for one hundred and seven dollars from a place called Zucal, which is really good for textbooks. Now I'm in Sydney, mm. um, and so you know, if I've got to buy that online thing, it works out to be like seven dollars cheaper to buy the second-hand book so why the fuck would i bother just buy the new well, one ain't worth it yeah yeah so i was talking to him about it and in the end i was just like look you know not going to buy it but here's a facebook group that i run for commerce if you want to put it on there and somebody else wants to buy it fucking have at it um yeah so pretty helpful yeah so anyway someone else posted one up for sale today for a hundred dollars for a second-hand book and i'm just like instantly i wrote underneath it lol and that was it and I'm just like, uh. so I deleted it, and then I was just like, and then somebody else quoted underneath it, I'll give you $85, and I'm just like, uh, I want to tell them so bad that they're getting ripped. There is a certain etiquette when someone's trying to sell something, though, that you're not going to run in there and say, don't buy it, you can get it here. <laughs> yeah, because I did write it. I actually wrote, you're getting fucking ripped, you can buy it brand new on Zuko for 100 bucks. It's a tricky one because... But then I just thought, eh, it's not my problem. Like, if this person can't be asked to even go and look for it, is it really up to me to get involved? I'm not trying to harp on it, but this is exactly like me with that stupid Lego mug. Like, I should have done my due diligence, right? Yeah. So anytime you're buying money, and when it becomes a significant amount of money, especially, like, $100 textbook, like, it's worth... Yeah, dude, like, I spent $480 on textbooks today, and that's four textbooks. It's fucking madness. And they were discounted. I saved $130. Welcome to uni life, my dude. Anyway, I did let the people that I know, the mature age students that I've met up with, I actually sent them a message and gone, this is the protocol if this you is, want to get your books nice and is, cheap. This is your strategy to follow. And they were just like, fucking thumbs up. Thanks yeah. for that. Because I bet no, a lot of people wouldn't have even thought about trying to price well, match. Again, man, it's like just that little bit of extra life experience. Like some 18-year-old kid's not going to be thinking that. No. The, the one thing that I did find funny, though, is one of the books is specifically written for Wollongong Uni. Like, I put the ISBN number into Google, and it mm. specifically comes up, Wollongong Uni only, yeah. only available at the uni shop, and I'm just like, surely I can find this cheaper somewhere else. Scoured the internet for about 15 minutes, Yeah, found one. Boom. Boom. 10 bucks, it was 10% cheaper. So I'm just like, fuck it, 10%'s better in my pocket. Yeah. So I just printed it off and took it with me. And they were like, how the fuck did you find this? I didn't think anywhere else sold it. And I'm like, you shouldn't have told me that I could price match because I am going to find fucking cheaper everywhere. Yeah, man. Like, Oh, that was the other thing I even scammed them on too. I was like, oh, by the way, these prices are all great, but here's the back page. I had a coupon code too, so it gave me an extra 5% off the whole lot. Yeah, well. So that was another $20 or whatever it was I got off and she matched it. How many chip and gravy rolls is that? 
don't know. I don't know how much they are. It's probably four or five, I'd say. But that coupon Beautiful. code came through that Honey app that I was told you about. Oh, yeah, even for the textbooks. Yeah. Sweet. So an extra 5%. And off, you know, 500 bucks worth of books. There must be... More money. There must be a, a certain factor, like a margin they calculate that they just hope people don't learn about those discounts, right? Yeah. But it makes me wonder... If they weren't even quibbling about the fact that they did the like the price match, it wasn't even like, oh, dude, this is under our cost. Oh, they're making a filthy amount. How of much money. fucking yeah. money do they make off textbooks? Dude, that's it. And what kind of bullshit is that if they're making that much kind of money, like off uni students that can't afford to fucking whack off into a banana peel? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like fucking hell, you go to around uni students' houses and the place is a fucking disaster zone because they can't afford furniture. They literally, have, if they've driven by mm. someone's house and there's something out the front that's been sitting in the rain for three weeks they'll still take it home oh, you, it, yeah. you know what I mean and there's it, it, it annoys me a little bit now like before it never used to bother me but now I'm having to experience it myself I'm just like this is fucked yeah I mean I kind of joked about it last time we chatted about the textbooks that often it's the professor who has written the textbook and tells the class this is the one you're going to buy yeah like that's just an accepted norm but a lot of it kind of goes back to the fact that if you're a professional academic, even as a professor, it's not necessarily great coin. Like just your normal salary is not that awesome. No, no, so, look, I doubt it is, but I think it's just one of those. I think they get ex- decent, a decent lifestyle out of it though. Uh, yeah, obviously if it's their passion as well. It's, I, I can't imagine somebody that works at a uni is up against it and stressed. Uh, <laughs> I guess it depends who and what. It just seems fairly relaxed lifestyle in the uni. Yeah, yes and no, but I mean, even like universities are so competitive on costs now that I think, you know, there's probably the gravy train and all that stuff's over, but yeah. the textbook might still be one of those ones that they can, you know, that's enough to pay for a, you know, a trip to Bali or some shit, I don't know. But, but how much are they, look, how much is the professor really making? If the bookshops are, have got a fucking 400% markup or whatever it is on these books. That- oh, yeah. I mean, the bookshop's got to make an operating profit, but he gets, you know, he, they, Sexist. there are lady professors. Is it? Um, <laughs> um, they're selling it as a wholesale value, right? The boom. Yeah. Whatever, how many units it goes, that's what they're getting. Well, there's actually a question I've raised with them um, when I was buying the books. I was like, what happens if I buy these books and you're telling me these are the ones that are, we have to, like they're the necess- necessary ones for... Prescribed reading. Yeah. Yeah. For these subjects next semester. What happens if they decide to change that between now and the start of semester? I don't think that happens. Well, her words were, I'll be writing a stern email to the professor because we've ordered all these books in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. On the good <laughs> faith that that's the ones they've told us to use. Because yeah. I have heard of it happening because a lot of people said don't buy the books until you've gone to your first um, tutorial. Oh, for real? Yeah, they said don't buy them until the first tutorial and then they'll tell you what to buy. And I was like, mm. you know what I'm like, man. I've I've got to be super organized Surely, with it. Yeah. I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to leave it till that day because if I go in there and they've run out of the books, I'm going to have a fucking anxiety attack and probably melt down in the middle of the fucking I university. I can't imagine that's something that would get stuffed up too often. Well, one of the books they said that they only have eight copies in the book in the shop. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> this is a commerce degree. There's going to be, Hundreds I reckon, 
fucking thousands of people doing it. Because, <laughs> funnily enough, the biggest theatre in the whole of the university mm. is in the business set, the business part of the so the business the tutorial hall or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Lecture hall. Yeah, that is the Hope Theatre for. Yep. Because they have that many people turning up to the tutorials, and it's—I went in there the other day. I don't know if you've been into the Hope Theatre. Many, it's many times. Fucking humongousaurus! It's fucking huge. I don't know how the fuck you'd sit at the back and know what the fuck's going on. You wouldn't be able to see shit. <laughs> I don't know, maybe they've got some advanced technologies these days. Oh, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm going to get there an hour early and go and sit right down the front, old school style. Dude. Yeah, it's probably not a bad idea, actually. I don't care. I don't care what a fucking... I'm going to have my fucking textbook there ready to go on for day one. I'm pretty sure that's the designated area for mature age students, actually. I don't give a fuck. If my recollection's correct. Well, I'll tell you why. There's two reasons why I'm going to do it. Num- number one, so I can see and, list- and hear properly. Mm-hmm. And number two, because I get very, very easily distracted. And things bug me. If somebody's fanning about on a phone... Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. And because of the fact that now everybody's going to be on... A device of some sort, whether it be a a laptop or an iPad or whatever. If that shit's in front of me... (laughs) Total distraction. My ADD will kick in. I'll just be like staring at their screen. I don't want that shit in front of me. I I need... I need... Uh, So... You need like blinkers or something. Yeah, mate. It's fucking crazy. So I'm not even... I'm going to... I'm actually going to go old school and fucking write everything on paper. Yeah, whatever works. And then... When I once I finish the lecture, I'm just going to go to the library and then put it down on on the computer afterwards, because I I can't type quick enough. Like I'll fucking miss so much shit. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, you're saying that you thought a lot of these lectures are going to be recorded anyway. They are, but Dude, I mean, again, you got it good, man. When I went to uni, I still had professors writing stuff on like overhead projectors. Yeah, they got that there with like texters and shit. There's there's whiteboards everywhere, man. Yeah, they're gonna be like smart whiteboards where they can just like whiz it off into like a digital copy. Maybe hopefully. I'm talking like an 80 year old man with a clear piece of cellophane writing fucking equations and, and having to do it backwards. And like, of course, like it takes like third pen is the one that works because the other ones are dry. He doesn't throw them away. He just puts them back so the next person has to deal with that shit. Oh man, <laughs> Pr- primitive compared to what you'll experience, I'm sure. Well, I mean, I haven't seen any smart boards in there. I'll be honest with you, they're just whiteboards yeah they might be yeah. I shouldn't make too many assumptions you should come along for a lecture in your lunch break my first lecture no I'm joking um, my first lecture funnily enough of the week because I can see some of the schedule that's out mm. is at 6.30 at night on a Monday fuck that yeah is it always at 6.30 every week the lecture's at 6.30 on a Monday man that's, that's my dinner time but the thing is, I've realised why, because a lot of people that do accounting and things like that, they do this course part-time and work at an accounting firm. Enough. So they're probably doing this late so that more people can attend. Yeah. The other ones, like one's at 3.30, there's another mm. one at 4, and there's, you know, they're all afternoon, which is really good because I'm hoping that I can work my schedule out that I'm, I don't go into uni till lunchtime on a Monday, do one of my tutorials and then do a lecture then that's it and then because i only get one tutorial for each subject as well each throughout the week yep and i'm hoping that tuesday nothing just that day off tuesday that's the way you want to organize it for sure you want to optimize that timetable so i'm hoping to just do one tutorial one lecture for four days throughout the week and have one day off but i've got 
like I've written the options out there. I've got fucking options everywhere for it. So if I have to go in on Tuesday, so be it. Yeah. I think the best sessions I had organized were like, I was at uni like three days a week. Yeah. That was like about as good as you could get it, I think. I didn't want to put my, like I, th- I could put three things, like I could tighten it all up and do three things in a day. But then I just thought, you know what? I think I'm better off just giving myself two things a day and then I can spend some more time in the library or whatever just sure. working on stuff. So my son brought up a good point. The football, which you you uh, bashed down pretty quick and I'm interested to discuss this a little bit more. Yeah, right. So this is the Wanderers match last Sunday. Yeah, so obviously the Wanderers lost again and their coach got fired fairly quickly <laughs> afterwards. But um, during the game, so it was a double header, so the, the women played... The match before it and did quite well. Um, They've been having a good season, right? Yeah, they're blitzing it. Um, anyway, they've had a few injuries, but they're still doing well. Anyway, my son said, "Oh, if you put the men out there with the women, the women would definitely beat them." And you, you disagree, Dale? Yeah. So I guess overlooking that's pretty much just a quip about the quality of the two teams and how their se- respective seasons have been going. But yeah, I was pretty adamant that if you, if you took an A-League team of men against, I reckon you could even take the Australian national women's squad. I don't, I don't think they'd have a chance. I disagree. And you know me, man. I'm not, I'm not a sexist dude, but when it comes to something athletic like that, just the bio truths of men being bigger, faster, stronger, is pretty much. It's going to be overwhelming in pretty much any sport you can name. See, I disagree on a thing like soccer or anything that takes some sort of skill. Skill will get you a fair way. I'll grant that. And that's not what I'm debating. I just think the physicality of what the men would do on the field is is too far beyond what the women would be able to do. Yeah, see, I'd agree with you with something like rugby. Because, well, that's pretty blatant where... But I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't agree with you. Because... This has happened in the past. Someone said the same thing about tennis. That, you know, and this this was decades ago. It's like, why why couldn't the best woman compete with the best man? Yeah. And I think they set up like an exhibition match. I might have a few of these details wrong, but the, the general gist of it was the dudes were like drinking beers during the match, like fanning around. And it was just like blitz, like chicks didn't even score a single point. Yeah, I think they might change these days up. Um, they have mixed tennis doubles. Yeah, but that's even Stevens. Yeah, but still, there's, look, why aren't the men just duking it out? If that's the case, well, it's very positional. Yeah, I, I just I disagree. I mean, and, but can you name an example where it's happened? No, because it, half the time they don't actually let it happen. Yeah, and there's probably a reason for it, right? Yeah. See, I even said to you about UFC. If you get a chick that's in the UFC. I, th- I thought that was an interesting counterpoint because you've got the weight classes. If they were the same, exactly the same weight division. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon it could be on for young and old. Because I've it, seen some of those, hmm. some of those chicks. They're oh, technical. They're fucking terrifying. Is one of them that cyborg chick, whoever she was. She's a hmm. fucking. She's psycho, mate. So I think if you're talking the, especially the lower weight divisions, I think toe to toe that could be an interesting matchup. Yep. But I, you know. You take the simplest sport in the world, which is sprinting, right? Running race. And, I mean, the, the, if you look at the fastest runners in cons- respective genders, 
It's not even close. No, I mean, that I'll agree with because at the end of the day, you've got like Usain Bolt or whoever it is these days, mm. six foot four or whatever they are. Yep. They've got a stride of, like their legs are fucking ginormous. As big as, big as your torso. Yeah, like they're long as as well. So yep. they've got... And then, so there's just some realities to the, the yeah. physics of what, what happens. I'm not disputing it in athletics. Mm. I'm disputing it in something like a, a fight where there's skill involved or like yep. um, some sort of MMA or soccer or tennis, table tennis, wherever there's skill. Mm. The, what was interesting about the MMA example was, I remember I think you kind of balked at the idea of a dude having to punch a chick, which I thought was interesting. I didn't balk at it. I just think it would it would raise a few eyelids. I think there'd be, or I think oh, eyebrows. Sorry, I think there'd be a few people that would be I like, think, "Yeah, you can't do this." Uh, I think if if a woman's already a professional fighter, like she knows what it's like to take a punch, right? Yeah, I think you'd have to get a special kind of fucked up idiot bloke to want to do it. Like, to go in and fight a woman, though. Well, easy. You just get Conor McGregor. <laughs> if you gave him enough money, he would be all over it. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't. I, even then, I think you'd find you'd struggle. I honestly do believe you'd find you'd you struggle. You think there'd be a furor? People would. No, I don't think they'd be, would be against the idea. They would, well, there would be. There'd be some people that'd be just dead against it. And, but they're probably people that don't agree with blood sports in the first place. No, and then you'd have the religious nuts that would, you know, carrying on like. Why, are we, why are we paying attention to them? We're not. But I, th- I think what you're going to find is you will find. I, I'd be surprised if a bloke would put his hand up and go, yeah, I'll do it. I'm happy to go in there and fucking rain well, fucking punches down on some chick. There's that, but there's also a big risk, right? Oh, yeah, if you get beaten. If he gets beat. It's like that, um, have you seen the entourage of the movie? When Probably. Turtle's trying to um, get with um, Ronda Rousey. That sounds kind of familiar. It would have been a while since I'd seen her. And, and she's like, well, if you can last, last five. Oh, that's right. They get in the ring. <laughs> Yeah, she's, he goes, oh, I'll tell you what, if you if I last three minutes with you, let me go on a date, and she goes, if you last five minutes, I'll let you fuck me. <laughs> and he's like, so he goes in, and she's like, fully gets him into a, yeah. like, her arm bar. And she's like, tap out, tap out. And he's like, fuck it, not with that promise. He's break the arm, break it. <laughs> that does sound like his character, for sure. So, yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, so what would your... To put this to the test, okay. So the MMA fight might be controversial. What's what's your what's your alternative exhibition match? What are we doing? What with MMA? You mean? No, no. If we're not going to do the fighting, what sport? What's gonna what's going to be the showdown? To I think judo would be okay. Put it to the test. Judo. All right. So yeah, it's sort of pure grappling. Again, match up the weight divisions. Yeah, judo's okay. Mm. S- soccer. I'm I'm still think soccer. They've been with a chance. Mate, I've been watching a lot of women's soccer lately, and they're good. They are, and I, I wouldn't a, say a Premier League team against a women's team because Premier League's just another level altogether. Sure, but A League against W League, I reckon you, I reckon it'll be closer than you think. But part of what you're judging on is watching them play against women. They're not playing against men. No, I'm not. Well, yeah, you're right. But so why? While it might look like they're performing at a certain level or dominating an opponent. That's true. and I, I, It's true to a point because I do... I have, every year with the A-League, I do say this. One player will just get some mad contract with the European t- t- 
team. Mm-hmm. And I say this every time. I'm like, yeah, he looks really good playing for the A-League. Yeah. He's going to go over there and yeah. do garbage yeah. because he's actually shit. Yeah, so that's a real thing, right? Um, so I, I hesitate. I, I think there'd be problems. Yeah. But again, like, put it to the scientific method, man. Put it to the test, right? I'd like to see it. I'd like to see it. I'd like to see the W League Wanderers play the Men Wanderers in, a, in an exhibition game. I'd go to watch it. I reckon it'd be interesting. Yeah, I think you'd hope people would take it seriously, not just see it as a joke. Yeah, I, I'd, yeah, man, I've been I've been enjoying watching the girls when we've been watching going up to the games. They're, they're good. Yeah, man, see some goals, taste some yeah, victory. It's nice, nice to see the Wanderers score some goals, <laughs> <laughs> even if it's not the not the A League. Man. We need to jump ship. We need to bandwagon onto some good teams, mate. Yeah, well, your team's not doing too crash all either, is it? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, but you, you run into similar problems when you're comparing, like any sport where you're talking about the greatest of all time, right? This is an endless debate that happens in sports. Oh, yeah. And like basketball, right? Everyone's comparing like, oh, was Michael Jordan always the best? Blah, blah, blah. But you can only base them on their, like judge them on the performance against their contemporaries. So a dude who played in the league thirty years ago, you can you can theorise how they'd go in the modern league. Yeah, because there's an argument about that at the moment with Liverpool being the greatest team yeah, in the world. They're having like a record season, right? Yeah, and they're saying that they're you know they're the best team that's ever been. Mm. Um, Haters are not going for oh, it. Oh, but you know if you put them up against uh, Man United uh, twenty years ago, and I'm just like, nah, but that they'd fucking smoke them. Is exactly. what would happen because. The league's never been more competitive than this season, right? That's right. And they're so much fitter, so much stronger. Definitely. So much more technical. Like this, like 20 years ago, dudes were finishing a game and fucking get, getting off the pitch and lighting up a cigarette and having a fucking pint of beer. Yeah. yeah. This day and age, they probably don't even see a fucking alcohol drink for nine months out of the year. Yeah, they probably spend more time with their nutritionist than they do with their skills coach. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. So there's no, no chance... That, you know, yeah. I, I, so I don't buy into it at all. Yeah, my example, my point is that that type of comparison's going to be flawed because the only true test is to put them up against each other, right? Yeah, that's where if you had a time machine, you could do some cool shit. Like you could actually enact those uh, scenarios. Oh, but the problem with that is it would just it would bring out so many flaws in the old team. And they'd be like, ah, fuck yeah. it, we're not going to play anymore. We just got absolutely fucking destroyed, yeah. boy. And in, in that, and you know, people have like rosy recollection as well of like the good old days, the golden age. They don't remember the flaws or the stuff that was average. Yeah. Oh, no, you, you're right. It's, yeah, anyway, it, it's definitely an argument that seems to happen a lot. But yeah, the goat thing, or oh, the greatest of all time, <laughs> it's always going to be someone current that's going to be the goat. Well, that's, and it's, that's, well, that's going to be true for the future too. Yeah, and that's what provokes the debate because someone is dominating to that level. It's only natural to compare them to the previous greats. Yeah, I mean, this was there's the, the big argument about who who would be who'd win in a fight, Mike Tyson or Muhammad Ali. Right. I mean, it's a no-brainer. Muhammad Ali was great in his time, but Mike Tyson would have knocked his fucking face clean off. Yeah, he or he'd have bitten his ear off. One of the two. <laughs> Yeah, I think any 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 boxing historian would say that Mike Tyson's boxing kind of changed the game. Yeah, he was so ferocious. But then now you go, well, you know, would Tyson Fury beat both of them? Probably. Mm. 
I mean, I still, I, in saying that, I still think Mike Tyson in his heyday, I don't think there'd be too many people that would have been able to fucking. Oh. I yeah, I don't think people realise like they, they think of like saying the ear biting all that stuff, which was. Oh, that was when he's gone loopy. The arse end of his career. When he'd already lost the plot. When he was a young, fresh fighter, he was, he, he's, he was terrifying. Yeah. I've, I've re-watched some of his matches it's every insane. now and again. He's fucking great. So quick. Like, there wouldn't be enough cash to get you in that ring. You'd be, you have to be a crazy man. I remember, because I used to love boxing. My parents used to love it, so I used to watch it a lot at home. Oh, yeah. Cool. Um, I remember before one of his fights, they were putting like stats on the the impact that you'd get from a full force punch from Mike Tyson yep. would be enough for a normal person. If they got punched in the face or in the side of the head by him, it would more than likely kill them. <laughs> there's, a, there's a sport for you, folks. <laughs> punch a man to death. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, who knows, man? This day and age, people are about the, uh, the gender equality. Maybe someone will put it to the test. Yeah. I don't think it's something I really want to buy into. Like you, the, the, the mm-hmm. I don't want to see a chick and a man have a punch up. No, no. Well, that's what I'm saying. Pick, pick your sport. I mean, if I want to do that, I could just jump on YouTube. Guarantee there's heaps of that going on on YouTube. Oh, man. I always see street fights coming up on Facebook and stuff. With you. Yeah. Some drunken idiots are like having a brawl in a fast food restaurant or something. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> or just two people out in the street. And there's a group of them, and they'll like they'll be punching on, like they'll have a bit of a boxing match, and there'll be like these little street etiquette, like nobody else gets involved, mm. and then they'll break it up for a second, and then two other guys that like will start fighting, like it's like it's <laughs> sounds, like oh these these two are pooped out. Sounds like a Pokemon battle. It's weird because it's <laughs> it's like they've got their little like this side's having a fight with this side, and then when these two have oh, I've had enough, like I'm I'm pooped out. It's the extended the Queens- other, Queensby rules. The other two come in and they start having a fight. It's fucking madness. Have you seen Pikey boxing? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, that's a similar thing. They'll be just in some this is like field. Bare, bare knuckle. Yeah, they'll be in a field and they'll be oh like, God. they'll just be all these guys crowded around them and they'll be having a fucking fight. And there'll be one dude like in a fluoro fucking jacket or some <laughs> shit and he's like the referee. <laughs> but they just move it they just like continuously the whole crowd just moves around the field as this fight goes around it's fucking crazy so this is why you don't want to get into any road rage incidents because dude could be a pikey boxer you just don't know yeah <laughs> he'd be well up for it <laughs> oh dude um I think I, I had put down a note for a, a quick burger report tonight as well yep tried a new place last night in Ferry Meadow right called Moe's Burgers it's kind of embedded into a pub there called the Castle Hotel um, burger oh yeah Moe's Moe's I saw that um, it's it's opposite where you got your suits for your wedding right yeah 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 I saw that the other Ferry day. Meadow they're on the main drag yeah um, I have to I think there's an asterisk on it we did get there like 10 minutes before closing time uh so I don't know if they put their best effort in. Definitely not. But the, the burgers were fine, but all the sides, all that stuff was way, way down. They got very, very heavily docked on that department. Yeah, fair enough. They had like a potato gem sides. It was just greasy and over flavored. Potato gems are a bit hit and miss no matter where you go, I reckon. 
It I, can be. I think because you get used to the, the oven bake style at home as well, which are nice and crispy. These had obviously just gone into a fryer and they were just soggy and gross. Yeah. And like our daughter likes mac and cheese. So we got a side of that and it was just basically cheese soup. It was gross. Yeah. So I was glad that we had a chance to go out and try it. But based on that, I wouldn't be rushing to go back. But be curious to hear any counterpoints if they've had a good Moe's experience. Yeah, I, I've never been there. I did, um, we went to the, um, I'd say the beach because there was sand and water. It's the, mm-hmm. the uh, inlet for the lake down at uh, Windang today. You had some tucker from that kiosk down there. Garbage. I've, I've heard reports of Well, that we got place. some chips to bring home afterwards yeah. and we got home and they were just mm. like a sweaty mess. Sweaty and soggy. Yeah. Yeah, that's a... That's a and they were that's expensive too. Really? Yeah, seven bucks. Yeah. For like a medium large chips yeah, or whatever. That's, that's pretty... Man, you should have been up to the, the galley. Well... Dude. I didn't... My wife's gone over... Like, I'm packing up the little shade uh, thing we got. Uh, sure. And wife's gone over and I was like, what are you doing? She goes, oh, I've ordered some chips to take home. I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. Oh. And then she's like, how much, I said, how much were they? And she's like, seven bucks. I was like, fucking seven dollars? <laughs> Woman, is you crazy? <laughs> Well, now you know. Because she bought a lemonade too, and I'm like, well, if we're taking it home, why'd you buy a fucking lemonade? We've got like a case of Sprite in the fucking fridge. Well, she's probably thirsty then. No, she's like, oh, they've got an FPOS limit. Oh, fuck, I hate that. And I'm just like, I, I had an argument. Actually, fuck this. I'm going to have a quick rant. <laughs> I had an argument with a dude in the post of, in the news agents at uh, Warilla mm. last week. What are you doing with your life, Dave? I went in there. I. Okay, so this is, I had my lottery ticket. I've gone in there to check my lottery ticket. And I always play the same numbers over, right? Yeah. I'd won $17.55. You. But it was $18 for the next ticket. So I had to pay 65 cents and I had no cash. Right. And I'm like, can I just whack this on the FPOS? And the blue's like, no. For like 60 cents. And I'm like, it doesn't cost you anything for me to put it through. And he goes, yes, it does. Mm. And I'm like, Dude, you need to read your fucking contract with your bank because it doesn't cost you a cent for your FPOS machine for you, for me for you to put an FPOS through. I said it costs money for a credit card, hmm. but I'm putting it through on FPOS. Uh, he yeah. wasn't having any of it, and I'm like, mate, seriously, do your homework. I said because I've fucking I've owned my own business. I had an FPOS machine, and I every year would ring the bank back and I'd renegotiate the terms on the credit card fees. You don't pay for FPOS. In fact, if you most contracts you have with a bank, if you charge someone to use your FPOS machine, you are breaking your contract and they can take your FPOS machine off you for doing so. Because mm, it's a relatively common thing. And different businesses will have different limits. Like 10 is common, mm. but I've seen, I've seen 15. Well, they can't do it. Yeah. And to the point, that I, the reason I know this is because... When we used to live in Camberwara, the shop down the street, the only shop in Camberwara, oh, that weird post office, they used to charge people fish and chip shop. if they used the FPOS machine for less than $10. Mm. My mum reported them to the Commonwealth Bank and they had their fucking FPOS machine taken off them. Unreal. Because she's like, you can't do it. It's part of, you're not allowed to do it. And credit cards? Yes. FPOS? No. <laughs> there you go, folks. But this bloke didn't even know the difference between an FPOS card. This bloke that owned the news agents. Didn't know the difference between an FPOS card and a credit card. Oh, goes, sure. He's like, well, you're going to put it through on debit. I'm like, oh, on on a debit card. I'm like, that's a Visa debit. I'm putting it through on savings. That's mm. FPOS. It doesn't cost you a fucking cent, mate. Yeah, I could see how there'd be some confusion around it. Like that's never going to be an argument you're going to win. No, no. I went and got the 60 cents off of Catherine, and I went back there, and he's just like, well, who are you fucking bank with? I said, the same bank you do with ANZ. I said, and I'll tell you now, if you're paying $1,000... 
to have that FPOS machine in here every quarter? I said, you're getting fucking ripped off, mate. I said, because I used to wholly and solely just use credit cards through my credit card machine, my FPOS machine. It wasn't anywhere near it. You're missing the forest for the trees, dude. You get yourself a little bit of a business accounting under your wings. You set yourself up as an FPOS broker, bro. All these jabronis out here don't know they're getting ripped. Yeah. Man, you could come in, charge... Well, there's the- people that do. Like, you look at those um, FPOS black machines or whatever. They do this deal mm. where it's it's a set rate of X amount per month to have yep. the FPOS machine. They don't charge you for the credit card fees and all the rest of it. Yep. But you get... Um, oh, no, they do charge you for the credit card machine. But you get stupid amount of um, Qantas business reward points or whatever for extra frequent flyer miles when you when people use your FPOS machine. The general idea is... They do you a better deal, make life easy. Yeah. And then, obviously, then better for your customers. But they're swiping heaps of money off the top with the credit card transactions. So you put $100 through, and they're charging you 2.75% of that 100 bucks. So it actually costs... You've, you know you know what I mean? Right, so it's a shit deal. Yeah. But people just, again, don't don't look at this. They, oh, I need an FPOS machine. Fuck it, that'll do. Tell you, man. I, I Honestly, I got the FPOS machine, and as soon as I got it... It came with the terms. I was on the phone straight away, and I'm like, "Why am I paying this?" And like, what do you mean? I said, "Why am I paying extra for these these certain types of credit cards?" Mm. And they're like, "Well, they couldn't, <laughs> they couldn't answer it." And I'm like, "So I, I'm paying for the privilege of somebody having a rewards credit card machine, and they're using it mm. on my terminal." Yeah, that's basically how it works. So if you've got a rewards credit card, which a lot of people do, and you go and use it on someone's FPOS machine, they're paying more for the privilege of you using it. And that's how they get the money for the rewards points. Fucked up. So I said to them, well, I'm not fucking paying for it. Fuck it. I'll go and get machine somewhere else. I will drop the points. I'll negotiate with them. They drop the, drop the percentage. And then the next year I thought, fuck it. Every year I'm going to ring them up and go, I want a better deal. Or I'm going to another bank. Dude, if you can tell a business that you can save them $1,000 a year, you can pretty much charge them $1,000 for that service. Yeah. There's an opportunity, my man. Yeah. I mean, that's business advice 101. And that's what I want to get into is business business it, advisory accounting, not just accounting. There you go. Every time you walk into a shop with one of those signs, man, that's an opportunity. Because mm. it's it's that day and age where you've got the tap to pay, which is, I'm a fan of it. Yeah. I've even got hooked up to the phone, which is still feels a bit sci-fi, but can't get enough of it. I've got it on my phone, but I still would like to use my card. <laughs> Boomer. <laughs> fuck um, you <laughs> I haven't actually talked about that today either I? Uh, it's enough boomer content but yeah if if that's thrown off the rails by some arbitrary limit it can, takes a bit of the magic away where you're like throwing a f- flavoured milk or something to top it up yeah because that's that's the decision you have to make as well right it's like do I pay the, the 50 cents they're going to sting me or do I like fuck it I'm going to buy more stuff <laughs> well no see I'm with the mentality I'm like fuck it I'm not buying nothing <laughs> I'll fucking you. well it doesn't work if you're just eating lunch <laughs> what are you gonna do then Tiger I'll just go somewhere else <laughs> I wouldn't have bought those chips if they said you, it's, you got, I'll just said fuck it don't worry yeah, about it yeah but that. you're not gonna know till you go and pay at the end <laughs> well at that point there you go at that point no, here but, we go Dave you said at the beginning you don't like to break rules no 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 you're breaking the FPOS minimum rule okay if you've ordered <laughs> you are, lunch... You argued with the news no, agent. Um, no, this, you, you just made a point. If you've ordered lunch and you've eaten yep. it, yep. and then you go up to pay and they're like, oh no, there's a minimum. What, well, I've, I've eaten it, 
at this point i can't regurgitate it back well that's so that's, you either take what i've got to pay with it or we've got no, a bit of a problem when, here haven't we that's why they tack on the the 50 cents no i'll go i'm not paying it i'm not paying it that's when they call the cops call the police call the police <laughs> and then fucking see what happens i'll sit here and fucking wait because i'm telling you now i'm not paying it just when you're gonna do this just let me know so i can be there oh, i want to see it go down yep no, but I'm glad. I'm glad we found found another rule that you don't like to obey. It's not a rule, though. That's the problem. Well, it's some bullshit that's that some, that's, some scabby cunt that owns obviously. a news agent's made up because he obviously. doesn't... And that's what I said, man. Some bullshit rule that doesn't make sense. Well, it's not even a rule. It's just some something the bloke's made up because... Well, they're, trying, they're trying to make a rule. He's salty oh. because he's got to pay a stupid right. amount of money because he's too dumb to fucking argue with the bank. So there about- you go, man. You're a little justice campaigner and you didn't even know it. Yeah, anyway. So what I wanted to bring up quickly was... Kind of funny thing that happened today when I went and bought those textbooks. Mm. We're in the shop, go to pay. Woman's looking straight at my son, who's 13, and she goes, Oh, is this your first year at uni, is it? When I bought these textbooks, and I'm just like, mm. Bitch, I'm the fucking one that's starting uni this year. What the fuck? <laughs> to be fair, I reckon he's grown about a foot in the last year. He's, he's, he's basically the same height as you. He's taller than me. Yeah. But don't tell him that. Um, so. Yeah, you got stitched up, dude. That's savage. <laughs> Just assumed he was the student. Yeah, I was like, fuck me. Love it. Even he said, I'm only in year eight. Man. How long do you think it's going to take? What? <laughs> Come here if you're going to say something on our podcast. What did you say? This is my son, he's by the, the way. He's, he's the man himself. Say it again. Because dad looks old. Yeah. I was going to ask, how long do you think it's going to take for him to figure out he can suck her into pubs now? We've still got to have ID, haven't you? Well... Most pubs still ask for ID. Bombardary. Mm. Yeah. Probably not. There is a pub in Bombardary. The Russell. The Bombardary Hotel, which is a pub. I think that'd probably be... That'd be responsible enough to card him at the at the BBC. Well, if he keeps keeps going the way he's going, he's going to have a full beard because he's doing this to have a shave. <laughs> Put your dirty Sanchez going on. Maybe you could do the Doogie Howser. Maybe you could go to uni. Just rock up. We're having a weird conversation now where people probably can't hear what he's saying. Anyway. Oh, that's. Have you got anything else you want to talk about, Al? Because. We've... Uh, let's put a bullet in it. That's it's fucking enough. hot in this sweaty sauna room. 39 degrees. Yeah, it was hot today. Anyway. <laughs> next week. Till next week. Adios. <laughs> oh, someone gone.